So Mary goes to Father Shaughnessy, and she says, Father, I have horrible news. She's sobbing. What is Mary? She goes, my husband, he just died last night. He goes, oh, did he have any last requests? She goes, yes, Mary, put the damn gun down. <laughs> get it, Irish joke. Uh, get it? I, I wish we could just get this started, Dave. <sighs> On with the podcast, please. Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And guess what we're podcasting on this week? Irish <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's St. Patty's Day this week. Yes, it is. And we are going to be uh, talking about leprechauns, four-leaf clovers, red-headed sluts. All the different things that we wish for. <laughs> I know what I wish for. A pot of gold. A pot of gold. Yeah. And cabbage and... Uh, What's it called? Corned beef. Corned beef that doesn't taste like water. Corned beef and cabbage. Corned beef and midgets. <laughs> so it's our St. Patrick's Day episode. So If you didn't notice. It, I didn't know if you <laughs> nah. So let's like uh, get into it. What do you say? Yeah, let's uh, get into it. <sighs> Irish. We, we old lad. <laughs> okay. Did they say that? They say lad? You Is said that the Scottish you, thing? You did say lad. Is that laddie. The, laddie? Laddie. Oh, laddie. Laddie. There's so many stupid jokes. What's a laddie? It's a person. It's like, bro. It's a bro. It's a bro. Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. Laddie. Dude. Hey, laddie. Get your thumb out of my ass. <laughs> I feel like. All right. So I did a little research on Mike Myers. Trying uh, to figure out if he was like Irish or Scottish or English. And he's actually English. Well, he's Canadian. Yeah. Um, and all of his accents are kind of a blend of the other. So I feel like that's where we're going. It's like a a conglomerate of, of bad accents it's together. It's a cornucopia of bad accents. <laughs> cornucopia. Yeah. So, so I love it though. I do. I'm too. excited. It's one of my favorite. Hol- I mean, it's ev- I mean, it's everyone's favorite holiday. How do you not like St. Patty's Day? Literally, like wear green, get drunk. Every everybody. Everyone's Irish. Irish. Everyone loves St. Day. You know the biggest difference between Martin Luther King Day and St. Patrick's Day? Do I, do I want to know? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> that yeah, was just a dumb joke. Isn't there like a saying, like, kiss me, I'm Irish? Like, what yeah. does that even mean? I don't even know. Like, I have a button. You have a large, offensive button that <laughs> oh, says, kiss button. me, I'm Irish. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, uh, thank you. Well, well thank you. Oh, I appreciate it. My button, yeah, I knew that. Oh, my butt, button. Yeah, it says, kiss me, I'm Irish. I'm yeah. not Irish. I'm Irish, David. My wife is Irish. She's very Irish. She's more Irish than me. Yeah. I'm more of a mutt. She made me wear the button. She did. Yep. It's all right, whatever. Don't wear it. Well, I mean, it's... You want me to be Irish? Everybody's you- Irish on St. Patty's Day. That's that's what it's exciting. You celebrate the culture and their heritage, and everyone gets to be Irish for one day. Yeah. And you get to drink beer and it, wear green things. And if you think about the whole way the Irish came to the U.S. and how they were just looked at as, like, vermin because they were immigrants and peasants and stuff, yet everybody wants to be like the Irish. It, it kind of, is, is it with like most cultures when they have this awesome holiday, you kind of like Cinco de Mayo? But is it an Irish? We're going to get into that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So let's, uh, you want to talk about the whiskey? Yes, the let's talk about whiskey. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. That is not the theme of our episode. Maybe we will do one <laughs> sooner or later. 
Yes, I'm fabulous. <laughs> You're so fabulous. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I, I feel like that's like a South Park thing or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm super. Thanks for asking. There's another one I'm thinking of. Anyway, I'm sorry. But anyways, uh, so we kind of have a cool pick this week. Hold on a second. What? 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 <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. What, what were you waiting for? I thought I hit play. I thought you were going to do something else. I thought, no, if like fart. So you were like no, squeezing. No, I thought I hit play, but I didn't. Oh, okay. It was that pregnant pause. Okay. So uh, our whiskey pick is Kentucky Owl, St. Patrick's Limited Edition. This... What? what? Oh, that was an owl. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just got that. I, yeah, I just got that. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Parent. Hey, is it good luck or bad luck to see an owl? I don't know. I see lots of owls. You do? Yeah. And I haven't gotten laid in six months, so maybe it is bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. So I have one in the backyard, and I see it all the time. So. Do you really? Yeah. Um, Kentucky Owl. So initially, we were like, I had a couple bottles of Jameson. You know, it's classic Irish whiskey. Uh, I had a bottle of Teeling, and like we both love Red Breast. I think the that's red like a small batch right there. Oh my god, I love Red Breast. Yeah, I love all breasts. I love all breasts, especially uh, Irish breasts are probably more pinkish than red, like pale. Yeah, like pale pink. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, go on. That's, that's a whole new. That's a whole different road you're gonna go down. Oh, no. We just like gave each other a look. <laughs> Ooh, red hair, pink boobs. Yeah, I'm okay uh, with that. Yeah. A lot of freckles. <laughs> Light pink. Oh, I love freckles. <laughs> it's like it's like looking at a map. <laughs> like a topographical. It's like sex braille. <laughs> anyway, go on. I don't even know what that means. I can't get it together now. <laughs> so please, continue oh, about the okay. Kentucky Owl bourbon that we're drinking for St. Patrick's Day. <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, oh, another good one. We gotta do this soon. Oh, God. What? Um, mm-hmm. Have you had Green Dot? Yeah. Or yellow dot. I've had yellow dot. I think dot I and have green a dot. bottle. I haven't opened it yet. Why are you yelling at me? I'm so <laughs> excited. <Jesus Christ. laughs> Am I yelling? Yes. <laughs> I got excited. You're like Burt Kreischer. Where <laughs> <laughs> he talks about not cheating on his wife. I swore I would never cheat on my wife. If I wanted to, I'd cockblock myself and I'd be like, I don't cheat on my wife. <laughs> you just yell at some lady. So Kentucky Owl Sorry. <clears throat> is a brand that dates back to 1879. Seven. So prior to the prohibition, but prohibition. <laughs> go ahead. Oh my god! Um, so apparently they didn't do well with the prohibition. They were one of the distilleries that the the feds were like, eh, "We're seizing your stuff." Okay. So I don't think they dumped it down the drain. It it's written in the in the the records that they had two hundred fifty thousand gallons of whiskey seized. Holy shit! I couldn't do the math real quick, but each barrel is like fifty three gallons, so a bunch. Really? Um, so the oh, feds took it. 250,000 gallons divided by 100 is 25 to 2,500. So 50 gallons per barrel would be double that. So it would be 5,000 barrels. So a lot. Holy shit. Yeah. So they seized that. Did I, and they said they're right. They, I got to figure out. I yeah, see if I was right. I'm going to look at my phone. Because okay. if I got the math right, then I deserve it. You just liked it. You know what? As you were saying that, I just. Pictured, uh, was it uh, American Two, Beauty? 250,000 gallons divided by 50 gallons per barrel. 5,000 uh, barrels. And the answer is orange. I am one of the... St- that, was, that was impressive. I'm one of the dumbest smart people you know. Go ahead. I just pictured, was it a beautiful mind? Beautiful something? Russell Crowe? Yeah. Where it's like all the... 
numbers and charts and strings all over the room. And then and he opens his mouth. He's like, my name's Donnie. <laughs> yeah. <pretty much. laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So I pictured. Uh, so they seized it and for safekeeping, they said. Mm-hmm. But apparently this warehouse was then burned to the ground. <laughs> Accidental fire or whatever. Of course it was. Um, the theory is, or the rumor behind it, is that the mobsters of that time stole all 5,000 barrels of whiskey and shipped it around and used it for the speakeasies. Did they steal it, or were they just paying off the government? Well, they just paid them off. I don't yeah, know. Paying off we the politicians yeah. to give, yeah, to to see to do the government action to seize the booze so the mobsters could could move it and make money. And out. Kentucky Owl did not profit from that, so they closed the doors, and that was it. For how lost long? everything. For how long? Uh, about a hundred years later, it says the great great grandson of the founder, C. M. Deadman. Bad name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, well, I see him dead, man. That's an awful name. That is an uh, awful name. So the grandson revived the business in uh, Bardstown, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so they've only been around, I don't know, less than 10 years or so now. No Kentucky Owl. So their bottles are a little spendy. Well, they've been back around. So back they around. were around before. Yeah. Uh, is this their original recipe? No. So they... Is this like the Colonel's, So they had a, they have a couple of bottles. Colonel's Crispy. Uh, yeah, it's a Colonel's Krispies. Colonel's like, Krispies uh, version of the yep. old whiskey? E.H. Taylor. It's like the same thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, you know, they're priced 100 130 plus $200, I think, some of their bottles. Wow. Uh, they did start making another, like, cheaper version in the 40s, okay. the Wiseman. I don't know if you've seen that. I've heard of it. The uh, and they just released the Wiseman uh, rye to go with the bourbon. So it does say Wiseman bourbon on there, but it says Kentucky Owl. Hmm. Um, this is a limited edition, so this is the first release. So this year is the first time they they uh, pushed this out. Uh, they said they're celebrating the connection of the Irish and Kentucky whiskey making, where the uh, Kentucky Owls master blender John Ray partnered with Louis McGuane, which is Ireland's first modern whiskey bonder. Who was it? Louis McGuane. So they okay. Yeah, so they partnered up saying, hey, like, we want the best oh, of both with, worlds. Uh, with, uh, what's his name? The other guy, John. John uh, Ray. John Ray. Yep. So John Ray and Louis McQueen. Lightning McQueen? Yep, McQueen. We'll call him Louis McQueen. Lightning McQueen. So he said, like, hey, we want to do this whole Kentucky bourbon thing, but we want to do it from, like, an Irish lens. Okay. And uh, so they created this St. Paddy's Day. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. So that means they took Kentucky bourbon and they essentially blind tasted a shit ton of barrels until they came up with like a flavor profile that closely resembled more of like an Irish whiskey. Okay. So Kentucky bourbon, but tastes more like, so they blended it till it was like, oh, okay, this, this tastes like an Irish whiskey. How much is a shit ton? It didn't say. It did say shit, metric shit ton, I believe. I guess it's better than tasting a ton of shit barrels. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know. Do you think they tasted some bad ones? It, it, I'm sure they did. They were like, nope, not, not happening. Yeah, this you ain't know? going to mine. Um, I mean, that's why when you do a barrel pick, you know, barrel pick, you, you go and taste a whole bunch of different barrels first. Yeah. And they say it's, if you get a barrel pick, it's generally better than the one you would get off the shelf mm-hmm. just because it's... But I don't know. I don't know if I buy that because all those barrels are going to be used eventually. And if you go pick a barrel, you really think you're going to pick the best or just the one out of the 10 you've tried? Well, you're going to pick the one out of the 10 you've tried that you like the best. Are they going so, to be that much different from each other? I don't know. It depends on what you're tasting. Okay. You know what I mean? 
Um, which barrel sat in the front of the warehouse? Which one sat in the back? Which ones got more moisture than others? You know, you don't know. I want the one against the back wall. The wallflower. Yeah. Oh, the moldy the one. Whiskey. Tastes like cheese. Oh, yeah. It's like Limburger liquid. Liquid Limburger. They're all dripping on it. It's all moldy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's mushrooms growing on it. That's one with rats coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like that uh, Canadian stuff that we had that one out of your dad's closet. Oh, Jesus. That was Woo! horrible. That just tasted like I pissed in it when I was 16. <laughs> yeah, as you did. Ooh, good all God. right. So uh, as I was doing the research, I also looked into the whole idea. Uh, it said this. What's this nuts called? Uh, Louis McGuane. Lightning McGuane, mm-hmm. um, he is a whiskey bonder. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? I mean, do you know anything about it? Mm-hmm. No. So apparently Irish whiskey, whiskey bonding is like, it kind of, it's kind of like a difference between like the American three tier system, but it's like their own system where they did it completely different. Okay. So like ours is like you have the distillery and who aged and bottles it. And then they send it to the distributor, and then the distributor sends it to the retailer, and they and they and they sell it. Mm-hmm. In Ireland, they did it much different. And this was like the 1800s is kind of when they it was really big. Is a distiller would actually produce the spirit, so they would make it. They would put it in the casks to age, but then they sold it directly either to retailers or someone called a spirit merchant or a bonder. And so they didn't actually bottle it. So the distillery didn't bottle their own product. They gave it to somebody else, which means that somebody else could have done lots of different things to it, good or bad. Well, I thought that wasn't the whole we talked about on, on an episode before, the whole bottled and bond thing. Uh-huh. Is that different than the Irish whiskey bonders? Well, that, it, Because it, bottled and bond was something that came about so people couldn't put a bunch of shit in the whiskey and make people sick and like add all different crap, right? That was a different thing like American bourbon. Right, correct. Yeah, I think I think this is this is later on. I, I don't know that answer for a fact, but sounds it sounds like, it sounds like they they got to that point. Is eventually the all right. the bottle and bond became like all right. Now we need some government involved. Yeah, like it sounds like these guys were called bonders, but not the same as being bottled and bonded in the U.S. No, because you know Irish whiskey at that time was either really good or really crap because these bonders right. could they could you know cut it with water, they could blend it all weird, or they can just you know rip you off for the most part right there were a few good bonders that that became well known as like spot whiskey like we talked red breast was a really good example of a of an awesome bonder oh, red breast is awesome i love it they do yep so yeah that's kind of the bonding and uh here it, we are kind of it kind of it kind of collapsed during the prohibition as as did everything i think mm-hmm. irish uh whiskey industry suffered a lot more than american bourbon because we weren't buying it to, it was harder for it to be imported rather than like the Canadian and the and the American bourbon. Right. You know, it was closer, it was easier to get. And how much mafia was in Ireland? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a different thing, right? <clears throat> yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, keep your enemies closer than your friends. <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's not the same. Can you do like a forget about it, but like yeah, an Irish... Oh, I don't you forget about it. It's like that doesn't work. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, whatever, pal. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, you, you put the fear of God in me. Take a hike, Red. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of here there, uh, Sparky. So uh, back to these guys. They uh, tasted a lot of uh, whiskey until they saw tiny leprechauns and rainbows, and they came up with this unique Kentucky Owl blend. Oh. 
from the eyes of an Irishman. So should we get to it? I think we should. Should we sniff it? Cheers. Let us sniff. Oh, I like it. Oh, that smells really good. Did you smell something different? Mm. You had a different face. No, no. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the E.H. Taylor that we tried. It's very... Uh, it smells almost weeded. It's bourbon. It just smells like a bourbon. It smells That's like it. a bourbon. It smells like a very aromatic and smooth bourbon. Even on the nose, it's smooth. I'm not getting like an Irish whiskey smell. I'm not either. That's what I'm kind of I'm not either. I'm and that's bourbon. why I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm wondering if this is really gimmicky because it's a bourbon. Like, oh, we'll put a green label on it. Say some Irish guy made it. Well, we're going to find out in five, four, three, two, one. Do it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steve just took a sip. <clears throat> I think he might have inhaled and swallowed portions of it. What do you think? That's good. That's, That's it? different. That's good. That's it's not. I'm, you've you've said a lot more from a lot of other bourbons you tried. Not it didn't like, cost that much. <laughs> it, uh, we'll get into that in a second. Um, definitely not one hundred thirty dollars worth. It's good. It's solid. Uh, it's. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's gimmicky. There is some complexity to it, but it's not. Not like a holy crap that's s'mores or cherries or banana peels or sex magic. It's uh blood I don't know. Sugar. Yeah. Sex Red hot chili magic. peppers. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Yeah, I, oh I got it. Oh, oh we got it, Frank. <laughs> got it, Frank. Moving on. You know what? Um, I get uh I can see like where the you might it's a like you can so like an Irish whiskey-ish leaning bourbon. Yeah. Because it's a different, it's like a lighter bourbon. And that's what the, that's what's interesting because it's like, this is a bourbon. So there's no way, shape, or form it's going to be like, oh, this is an Irish whiskey. But it tastes you, like a bourbon, but it has a lot of the um, Irish whiskey characteristic, characteristics. Like it's got some fruit to it. Uh, some banana peel, maybe. Maybe right. I'm actually pulling that off now. Uh, not super like vanilla and caramel, but butterscotch. Butterscotch, yep. Down there. Ooh, it's and on there. I got some like mossy, grassy tones in there. Oh, that's your that's your beard, Steve. Oh, sorry. It's your five o'clock shadow. Mm. <laughs> some, I like it. Some wood influence. Wood. I would call it bourbon light. Bourbon light. Okay. It's kind of like a lighter All version right. of a bourbon. It's you know what? I I like it. I like yeah, the complexity of it. I like it's a different flavor. I could sip on this for like for an evening. Sip on it's a glass not like holy crap! This is the best thing I've ever had. This is this is something like this is different. I appreciate it for what it's worth, and you know that's, I mean Kentucky Owl, Kentucky Owl like brings a higher uh, price point as it is. So like I get that. I think it's I, I think it's worth close to that. I would say I like it. Yeah, I do too. I, I enjoy it. It's not the kind of bourbon you're going to drink it all night long, but you're definitely going to sip on a glass all or two, night and then long. not that you don't like it, but it's like a, it's you want you want to enjoy it, you want to enjoy the flavor of it because it is complex, and you want to just enjoy the notes of it. I like it a lot. I think be, before I tasted it, I uh, I was thinking like the process was very intriguing to me, and I was just hopeful that it would meet meet the price point, and that it wasn't gimmicky because i feel like it's still borderline gimmicky but I, I i get it i get it i don't think it's gimmicky i like it 
All right. Pardon me. Oh, a little verklempt. It's like Joe Rogan podcast. Wait, what happens there? Well, the last couple, three podcasts, I don't know if he has allergies, but he's like, you can hear him. Well, that's you every you podcast. Can, oh, that's because like, I got, night, I just got to get the 365. You know why? Because we eat, and then we come down here, and I'm like the reflux king, and it's like I'm constantly. So what did we have for dinner today? We had corned beef and cabbage. Well, we ordered corned beef and cabbage. And what did we get? We got pasta and chicken. We got we got corned beef and cabbage. However, we weren't aware of the 50 cent upcharge for flavor. <laughs> because it literally it tasted like the water they boiled it in, which yeah. was with no flavor. Like it's, not even like a, a grain of salt. It's like or pepper. If Steve took a bath, yep, and just soaked like in it for man a couple soup. hours and then got out and I and I threw a piece of like corned beef into the bathtub broth yep. and then just pulled it out and ate it. I mean, the carrots the and potatoes didn't even have anything in it. Like it was water. Like there was actually water in it. Steve was not happy. I want my refund. Um, you know what? I I said earlier. I, was I like, wish I'm, I ordered something I, else. I, I wish I didn't order. I, and there wasn't even in soda any of the soda bread either. No, no Nothing. soda bread. Yeah, that's it. Well, you, you, I mean, you didn't order the corned beef and cabbage from an Irish pub. That's why. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go somewhere tomorrow. I think I'm just all week. I'm gonna eat Irish. Yeah, just. I'm eat. going to find the best Irish food this week. You're Thursday will be a challenge. You're in the hunt. I am in the. I'm a hunter. He's I'm a an hunter. Irish hunter. A hunter of good Irish food. I'm just gonna play Irish music in my car all week long and drive around and hunt. I'm going to hunt corned beefs. <laughs> <laughs> like buffalo. <clears throat> Beefalo. Oh, my God. God, tell me about St. Patrick's Day, though. I don't care about St. Patrick's Day. What have you Day found out, ruined. Stephen, about St. Patrick's Day? Your astute observational and research skills have brought you to this precipice of informative. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about right now. St. Patty's Day is the annual celebration of St. Patrick's death, the patron saint of red hair and booze. <laughs> That's very informative, Stephen. <laughs> no, he is not the patron saint of red hair and booze. That's That's silly. Actually, Pat, as I like to call him. Yeah. Patrick. Which is short for Patricio. Yes, that's actually his real name is what he called himself. <laughs> that's what he called uh, He just happens to be one of Christianity's most widely known figures. And therefore, this is why we have a holiday. Another Christian Everything holiday. is like a Catholic holiday of like poo-pooing it to the pagans. It's crazy, isn't it? Every single, like everyone we do, it's like the same story over and over and over. All right, everyone. Welcome to Christ Fest. Are you ready for some live music? <laughs> I mean, you really find these things. Yeah, I see. It's like, <clears throat> whatever, you know. So as the story goes, he was born <laughs> what, in what, Roman Britain what or are, in England, Scotland, Wales. What do they do with it? Like, oh, here's a pagan holiday. We're going to turn it into a Christian holiday. That's what they do. Did they take all the pagans and be like, all right, everybody gather around. Like, what day is he celebrating? Yeah, like, <clears throat> kind of like, uh, what do you got? Critical race theory. All right, we're just going to have everybody come and we're going to have a, a, a workshop. And we're going to tell you about how your pagan rituals now called St. Patrick's Day. They take away all the booze. Yeah, they take away all the like the yeah. whipping and it's like and the and sex. And this is what it's going to be for you, yeah, because we know better because we're the Christian church. Yeah, could you met like and you're like walking through like it's, a it's a day exhibit, of, <laughs> it's a day of of mourning and rest. 
All right, everyone. Welcome. Oops, sorry. That I familiar. played that already. Go uh, ahead. So, yeah, uh, St. Patrick uh -huh. was actually born in England. Was he? Well, I mean, he was. Well, yeah, it says England, Scotland, or Wales. So he was in Roman Britain. Um, and he was kidnapped and he was brought to Ireland and enslaved. So not Irish at all. Not Irish, but the patron saint of the Irish. Yeah. So he was English? Well, they say he may have been a descendant uh, of the Celts. So, yeah, maybe Irish, but okay. he was most likely uh, Roman, which is yes! Italian. Ah I knew Saint the Patrick was an Italian! <laughs> That's what I say! Hey! Oh, St. Patrick, I need your help. Hey, what can I do for you? <laughs> you like a pizza, maybe a pasta vadur, I don't know. How about I get rid of all the snakes for you? I gotta stand in the snakes! <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm a little scared. That was intense. Now, why are you yelling? I don't know why I'm yelling. Because like, you said he was Italian. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> that means can he make it a sauce? That's what I want to know. Uh, well, I mean... I don't know. Back to the Irish music. Yeah, so uh, yeah, now it's all boring again. <laughs> no, it's, all, it's all like, oh, no wonder they drank so much. Well, they had to get also, drunk just to be happy. That kind of brings up the whole kiss me, I'm Irish, and like how everyone gets to be Irish on St. Patty's. Because St. Patrick wasn't even Irish. Right. He's like, oh, I guess everybody can be Irish because I'm not. It's got to be. There's got to be something. Like, it had to be something that was derived. Like, hey, let's make a celebration out of this. Well... So so he was uh, enslaved for about like six years where he worked as a shepherd. So outdoors and alone with the sheep. <laughs> there you go. I don't have any good jokes with that. but you... How did the Scotsman find the sheep in the tall grass? I don't know, Dave. Very pleasing. <laughs> go ahead. Continue with your story. Uh, so apparently being alone with the sheep, he uh, became very sad. And he, you know, went to his thoughts and dreams and... Uh, he quickly became deeply religious hmm. because he was enslaved. Yeah. So he like turned to God. Like, yeah, he went to, to he went to God, and then he came up with the idea of like, "Hey, I'm going to convert all the Irish to Christianity." Mm -hmm. So he escaped because you know he had a dream, and God told him to escape, and he went back home to his family in England and uh, joined a joined a monastery where he studied for you know a decade or so, and he devoted his life to becoming a missionary and spreading the word. So God told him to escape, so he did. Yep, he escaped, so, he learned. Was it like idiocracy where they like left the front door of the jail open and he just knew enough to walk out? I mean, out? he was a shepherd in the middle of like a field with sheep. Probably could have just walked away and nobody would have known. But not in the... in, in Oh, he was in, he was enslaved, so he wasn't like in a prison or anything. No, he no, was no, like, no. No, like he's a working guy. Okay, it's like on a sheep he's like, hey, you got a job. Yeah. Plantation for sheep. Yep. Okay, yeah, I got you. Like slaves work; they don't just go to jail. They, they uh, you work. said you said he was he was brought over as a slave. I kept thinking he was imprisoned, enslaved, enslaved. Okay. Yep. So, okay. yeah. So he became a a Catholic priest and decided to uh, convert everybody to Christianity. Yep. So that's why eventually he became the patron saint of Ireland. Oh, because he was in... Well, he went back to England. Here's what I don't get. He was in Ireland as a slave. You said he went back to England. Yeah, he escaped and went back to England, and then he joined a monastery. so he could, In England? Yeah. So how did he convert all the Irish people? Because he went back to Ireland. Oh, he went like on a mission. Yeah. He's a missionary. Yeah, okay. so he was a missionary. Okay. 
<clears throat> thought I said that. I know you. You said he. W- I didn't realize he went back to Ireland as a missionary. Yeah, he did a little Brew. traveling. Okay, he missed it. So he like because he, <laughs> he, he you know he went to learn about becoming a priest. I don't know his what is that called monastery. Yeah, yeah monastery priest yeah. school. The nunnery. The nunnery. <laughs> and he like that. He just made that his like life quest is to try to, uh, you know, convert as many Irish as possible. But he did that in a unique way because otherwise he just would have been any other priest that tried to do that in right. any other culture. But he tried to. Uh, Instead of like eradicating like the Irish like pagan belief systems, he actually tried to use that as a way of like teaching Christianity. So like a good example would be like uh, taking the Irish symbol of like the the sun, mm-hmm. and then he like superimposed it on the cross, and essentially he was the one that developed the Celtic cross that we see. No kidding. Yeah. So he, you know, like hey, let me take what they already know and try to use it as like a teaching method. That's pretty why I mean, that's pretty uh, advanced and and uh, pretty intelligent thinking for about way back then, you know. And then he also uh, he had a good way of explaining the Holy Trinity, uh, which he used the uh, three leaves of the native Irish clover or the shamrock, mm-hmm. and uh, you know taught them you know the, the God Father and the Son whatever it's called yeah Holy Spirit Ghost <laughs> <laughs> what is it called. So he just used uh, that like Trinity. I'm looking at him like, oh, well, what happened with the four leaf clo- clover? Because that's like the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. What about the four leaf clover? I don't know. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So another uh, story about St. Patrick is that uh, he, yeah, you. I think you made a joke about that. Like he got rid of all the snakes out of yeah. like the Emerald Isle. Well, apparently that's not true because. Because I heard he let all the snakes out of Ireland, right? Or, no, or he didn't. Snakes. It was. There was never really any snakes because of like, uh, I think there was like a glacier or something many thousands of years ago, and there was never really any snakes there. I what don't know the, where that story came from. What the Pied Piper do? Didn't he do the same thing? I thought he led the snakes out of England, right? It was England. Okay, never mind. Yeah, well, maybe was it the same guy? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know. Like, is Santa and Alec Baldwin the same person? I think we should send Alec Baldwin over to Ukraine and just end it already. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's a pretty good shot. He'll just point his unloaded gun at everybody and kill them all. <laughs> so go on. So how did St. Patrick's Day, how does it become a celebration is what I want to know. We celebrate it every year, but the history is pretty cool. But from that, you're like, what garners a celebration then? What do, what do we celebrate as a society? Everybody's drinking and laughing, having fun. Kiss me, I'm Irish supposed to be a somber holiday right well that's how it's how it started but like with all the stories that we learn everything's really just an american holiday Mm -hmm. that we kind of took over um so there was a a roman catholic feast on the day of saint patrick's death which was march 17th so stay the same uh since like the ninth or 10th century a long time then yeah so they've been they've been celebrating okay Mm -hmm. tired yeah you want a drink Mm, That'll sure. help. I'll perk you up. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Alcohol's not a depressant or anything. Not That'd at be all. Great. Well, I'm <laughs> so on. depressed off this. <laughs> so, it just over the years, it, it it slowly picked up, and then really in America during the American Revolution was where it, where it became popular is because they had English and Irish uh, soldiers that were stationed in America, and you know they they missed their home, and that was a like you said a uh, a somber like a mournful day 
where you're just supposed to pray and you're like, oh, you know, St. Patrick, you know, save us all, blah, blah, blah. And they just, they were homesick. So they decided to have like a parade and celebrate their, like they used it as like an, a, a reason to celebrate their heritage and like their history being Irish. You think America. like they were like, a, like, like that movie where there was Christmas and the, the, the troops were on both sides of the foxhole and they all got together and partied. Yep. That kind of hundred percent. Like, like the, the yeah. one English guy looks up, he's like, eh, Cornelius. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I'm very bored with this macabre display from these Irish. Let's teach them a thing or two, shan't we? Right here, right here. Here you go, you. Hello, li- Governor. Here you go, you little Mick. Try a little bit of this. <laughs> Hello, Laddie. Next thing you know, they're all shit faced dancing, yeah. playing a, I mean, they playing just play a the, flute and stuff. Play this cool music and drink some whiskey and a couple of them disappear around a bush you're like ah, ah, <laughs> what's going on what? i don't know what's go going on, on. don't oh. go over there yeah. <laughs> just stay away trust from- me lad stay- don't want to see that you might want to stay away from the shed <laughs> so, <laughs> so that just that turned into a thing they just started doing parades and they just try to celebrate their heritage and uh it's just like every other holiday it just slowly picks up over hundreds of years uh until the great potato famine which was in uh, Ireland in 1845. Mm-hmm. So that's when close to a million um, Irish immigrated to the U.S. because they were there was a, a famine and they couldn't eat. They were starving. So they were pretty much starving peasants when they came to the U.S. Yeah. And through they, Ellis Island. And, yeah, and they, okay. they remained starving peasants, and there was a lot of discrimination against the Irish because they were seen as, like, a lower class. Mm-hmm. don't know why that is. I don't either. All European Americans just tend to shit on each other because it was, you know, the, the Italians before that and the Polish. And well, here's the thing: is that um, they say, you know, America, the melting pot. You know, people came over and immigrated, and they were welcomed to the country with open arms. You look at a lot of the like the Irish, the Italians, the Poles, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's like it's almost like. They were looked upon by the American people like they were just dregs. I mean, you look at municipal jobs, firemen, policemen. They were all Irish. They were all Irish. Yeah. They were all, you know, Irish, Italian, whatever. They they were immigrants who were poor. And they were like, you know, I'm not going to get shot. You get shot. Here, put this badge on and go yep. do this. And it seems we'll like that fire happens out, you know? like every generation. There is a group of immigrants that, you know, uh, immigrate to the U.S. And that's the group that we're shooting on at that period of time. And every generation has one and you know yeah. when they immigrated you know it was them and because of the famine um and they continued this uh parade during saint patty's every year no carb diet they, it's soda bread low carb diet you- yeah <laughs> so they were doing atkins back then like involuntarily yeah okay yep. But they, uh, you know, it was a good way for them to like come together and show like unity and strength as as Irish immigrants, Irish Americans, and celebrate their heritage and tradition. And you know, over the years, it was a it was a cool holiday. So people just picked up on it, and they were very open. Like, oh, people started liking us. Like, hey, you can join in. I would think that, especially since they were put into the shit jobs and a lot of the shit areas of the neighborhood and whatever to live and tenements and whatever. And them working really hard to build themselves up out of that, I could see where that would foster a lot of pride in their, you know, culture and whatever. Uh-huh. And them saying, hey, we're proud of who we are. And adversity you know? breeds <clears throat> a lot of good things. Yeah, absolutely. And it yeah. sounds like that. And look where we've come. Yeah, I mean. Look- Everybody wants to be Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yep. You know, I, th- I think that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they were 
you know, um, they weren't able to find, like you said, like good jobs and, you know, good paying jobs and they didn't have money for, for good expensive meals. Um, so the corned beef and cabbage, uh, potatoes and soda bread really came from Jewish delis because they were nearby peasants that, that had the food and they had the delis and they were able to get together and, you know, help each other out. I and think so that's that, pretty cool. So that's like, you know, not a traditional like corned beef was not a traditional like Irish meal until, you know, Irish Americans. Hmm. Yep. And then the, uh, the, the wearing of the green uh, dates back to when Irish soldiers chose that color because it contrasted with the red British uniforms. So it was, so it was easy opposite. to tell the Irish from the British on the battlefield? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Because uh, the actual traditional Irish color was blue. It's blue, right? That's yeah. what I thought. Because you can see it in the Irish flag. You see it in like the royal court flags and things like that. And it was only because of that. And it's just, you know, <clears throat> over the time, it kind of turned into like, oh, it's green. Imagine so, if it was blue. Huh. Leprechauns wouldn't be so funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey. Hey, we should, should we go check on that leprechaun? Yeah, he was a little bloated. <laughs> Is he okay? Another floater. I don't, I don't think he's breathing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit, he's alive. <laughs> wow. So apparently, because uh, of this whole green thing during St. Patty's Day, uh, Chicago started dyeing their river, the Chicago River. Yeah, the Chicago River, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's in Chicago, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, it's uh, a river. Apparently, uh-huh. in 1962... Is that one river in Chicago? Jesus Christ. Come on. It says Chicago River. It's like, is that the name of the river? Is it just a river in Chicago, or is it called the Chicago River? That's what I want to know. I don't know that. I'm asking. Is it, Missis- is it Mississippi River? Is it like, I don't know, is it in Mississippi, or do they just call it that? It's in Florida. <laughs> just moving on. Well, the Mississippi River goes... Anyways, it goes through. I know. Go ahead. So the Chicago River is yes, has Chicago. been dyed green, green since 1962. So apparently the how cities do, they do blo- that. Well, they use vegetable dye. But I mean, how do they keep it green? Like it's like whoop, it floats away. How do they keep it green? So they had to use a lot of dye, <laughs> a lot of vegetables. <laughs> so the city's pollution workers, uh, they were trying to trace illegal sewage discharges throughout the city mm-hmm. back in 1962. So they used a ton of dye. And I guess it dyed the river for like a couple days or something. Over the years, they cut back. So it's only a couple hours mm-hmm. that they dye it. But it's like bright green. That's, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. That's oh that. Um <laughs> So that's that. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, that's pretty much the story of that. Okay, it's, it's not that exciting. Uh, okay. I it's, mean, they light Irish. up. They light up buildings and stuff like the Eiffel Tower. Tires. Uh, your, your mom loves the Eiffel Tower. Um, Pyramids of Giza, City Opera. Shimona. Don't shake that in and take out my teeth. Good. I can't even high five you now. I'm so grossed out. Don't worry about it. Focus. <laughs> So this is not going well. <laughs> leprechauns. Let's talk about leprechauns. What do you know about them? <laughs> leprechauns. Like why? Why do we have leprechauns? They're what still does that going. have to do with Ireland? They're still going. And St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What is with leprechauns? Those funny little creatures. With know. funny little shoes with big buckles on them. So most of those traditions, as far as like the leprechauns and like the pot of gold and crap like that, 
It's bullshit, isn't it? It's all bullshit. It all really just dates back to Celtic belief systems. And they go with the damn pagans again. I know. Well, we got to. Yeah. I mean, the pagan stuff sneaks through. So Celts. Till the Christians come along and ruin it. Well, I mean, they kind of kind of simulated into it. But the Celts believed in fairies and tiny people and women that had magical powers. Uh, and the leprechauns were known for like shenanigans and tomfoolery. Ooh, we little shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> and they used their unique skill set to protect treasure, like the pot of gold. What is their unique skill set? Trickery. Buffoonery. Yeah, <gasps> Buffoonery. They're like, they're like Buffoonery. Little, yeah, they're like little uh, magicians. Little tricksters. Yep. They disappear and they reappear and they reappear. Yeah, and well, they go on the little trees and they make cookies and... Oh, those are the Keebler elves. Oh, sorry. I was those they're Keebler. elves. They're not leprechauns. Oh, sorry, that was offensive. <laughs> so it was somewhere a Keebler elf just cringed. <laughs> so the four-leaf clover, um, oh, similar to the Celtic belief system, was uh, if like if you carry it, it's good luck and gave you magical protection and also attracted these leprechauns. It did. Yeah. So the four-leaf clovers attracted leprechauns. Yep. And that's so you could try to catch them. Right. Yeah. And what if you did catch one? You can find the pot of gold. They have to tell you where it is, right? Yeah. No need explaining. The one remaining is one that I've seen before. But I'm looking. And then there's the shamrock. A four-leaf clover that I overlook before. Oh, I didn't know there was a whole song. What is this? Jesus Christ! Really? I don't know what is that from. It's a four. Le- I'm looking over four leaf clover. Oh, I didn't, okay. That I overlooked before. Is that something you learned in the fifties? You know, you can suck it. Go ahead, suck it. Trebek. Why don't you go on with your leprechaun story, there, well, Steve? A, I know that was it. I wanted to talk about shamrocks, which is a three leaf clover. It is a three leaf clover, isn't it? Yep. And it be, because it represented the the, the trinity. It, yeah, because everyone talks about like shamrocks, and that's that's the trinity, which I. Screwed up earlier. <laughs> it's the whiskey talking. I fucked all that up. <laughs> that was my chance. So, and you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Irish personalities or Irish uh, whatever that are very prominent and prevalent in society today, which is pretty cool. So, and I think that more uh, Scottish than Irish, I will say that. That's true. My- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no more true, you man. Never. Uh, so, I mean, if you were. If you were to pair up a Scot and a, a Irish, mm-hmm. and a, is that the short term for that? Irish? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're a Scot, like a Brit? Scot? All right. So if you they were to fight a Scottish person and an Irish person, who would win? Oh, the Scot would win for sure. You think so? Oh, the Scottish are just... just- I mean, like- have, you seen, have you seen the Irish guys fight? I mean, is, aren't they, you know, like the... The Fighting Irish? Yeah, Notre Dame, Fighting Irish. Yeah. Aren't they known aren't the Irish known for being drunk and mean and fighting? Like being, the departed. Being drunk and fighting. How many people that you know have gotten drunk, gotten into fights, and won? <laughs> there you go. Oh. <laughs> Good All point. Right. So we never talk about the winning. <laughs> no. And and the Scots were just, you know. Well, William Wallace. I mean, we've exactly. been down this road. You think any Irishman would have been able to beat William Wallace? English couldn't. Exactly. And they had, like, armor. You think a drunk Irishman would be able to? Like, I'm just going to go drink. Exactly, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So. All right. Anyways. I would say the Scots for sure. I, just had, I had to get that off my chest. I was I was wondering. Yeah, that's what I, I would think. I wanted your opinion. That's what I would think. What I about think, the Italian, Italians? What about them? 
they were to fight the Irish. Okay, you're going to call Italian submarine captain? You're chicken of the sea. You think that they'd want to fight against Irish or Scottish? They'd be gone. Oh, they'd, oh. they'd sit back and be like, wait a minute, who's winning? All right, we're on that guy's side. Oh, you're saying with the, with the Italian? Well, because they're, they're all sailors. They did that in World War One. Yeah, that's true. You know? What about the French? Oh, no. They're too busy making food. Crepes. Crepes. Oh, it's like I love this history lesson that we're going through. All right, okay. All right, next. All right, so okay. so we have a uh, we have a chart going on. So the Irish, so Scottish wins. You're talking the about final. kicking ass and fights. Yeah. Oh, Scottish hands down. So Scottish hands down, and then second is Irish because they've because they've beat the French, they beat the Italians. Oh, second is Irish. All right. Hmm. That would be my take on it. Okay. So. All right. There you have it. What about the Swedes? Oh Jesus, no! The Vikings. Uh, well, the Swedes. Maybe the the Norse. All right, okay. Norway. Okay. All right. I mean, oh, Sweden's close, but yeah. Norway. Okay. Yeah. All right. All North right. Northumbria. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they were they conquered a lot of that area. All right, Mongolians. Well, the Vikings and the Scots uh, were at odds because yeah. the Scots, Scotland bordered on uh, Northumbria and Norway. I like, like how you say that. Like you just. Like you just looked it up and you knew it. No, no, it's it's and uh, so they were always and the Scots and the Vikings were just as fierce fighters with each other. I mean, they were, you know, one trying to invade the other. It wasn't like one was a pushover. So I mean, the Vikings too. I mean, they were badass. All right, so we're gonna have to do like a separate drop-in episode, we gonna and we're like gonna do like a the most badass. We're gonna do of like people. a what's it called? Like the little chart where they can fight each other to the. Like a like a like yeah, a like bracket a, like a March Madness do the bracket yeah we'll do like a bracket <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to do like, some research if it would be like a world war who would win yeah it'd be like Dungeons and Dragons but with are are the Russians allowed to be in this is no. that like we can't do that no yeah it's, it's too much going on right now yeah there's there's no we can't yeah. do that can we do the Germans we, we could Japanese sure Ace. Ace. <laughs> all right. I think it's time to move on. You think so? Yeah, we, we were to, diverted. Move on to what? Big Dick Hero of the Week. Yes. My dick like the Mississippi River. My dick ass your bitch was for dinner. Yeah. Give me a really big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Wow. Every time. Size does matter. Oh, no. Ear time. Oh, right in the push. Oh. You got me right in the push. In, in the what? In the push. Where's that? <laughs> Top or bottom? Top, your face, right, right in okay. the puss. All right. So, Dave, I'm going to smack in a push. <laughs> oh, don't make me smack in a push. That's now. next episode. Next episode. Yeah. Oh, she ain't all over for you. Go on. Because we're still working through our prohibition. Prohibition. We'll yeah, get there. We're just, we we're... had a little intermission. Life. Yeah. Life got in the way. Life intermission. Uh, Big Dick Hero of the Week is not Bono. <laughs> Steve A. I went Bono. down the list of trying to find a good Irishman. To top this list, and he was not. All I could think is anyone but Bono. (laughs) Why that prick? He's he's a weirdo. All right. Could he be like second place in the big? No, no. I'm literally dedicating this whole episode to anybody, literally any, literally anyone in history, in mankind, (laughs) except monkey kind, ocean life, whatever. (laughs) Anyone but Bono. He's at the bottom of my list. But. What if he's scum? Bottom what, of the list. What if you're like Bono? You're not our big dick hero of the week. You're gonna have to come in second. <laughs> not even close. R- really? See, I Literally. think he should at least come in a close second. He'd probably <sighs> get mad that he was second because he's like very like you know. 
And you know what? First off, Favre's number one. Favre's number one. You know, first so. off, he's he's the he's the guy with one name. He's like the biggest idiot of all the one named idiots, like Madonna. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you hate this guy. What Mariah, do you ever do to you? Like now, it seems like everyone has a one name idiot, like Mariah. <laughs> now, like Mariah Carey used to be Mariah Carey. Now she's Mariah. Who else? Prince became some symbol. Nobody knew what yeah. the hell it who's was. The, who's the other one? The uh, the the young chick with the a game in like a wrecking ball. Uh, What's uh, her name? Miley. That's so now, it. Just Miley. It's not not Miley. Cyrus. It's just Miley now. Like everyone just got like one name. You don't like you too. You don't like Bono. Oh my God! I hate you. They're you know what? Their stuff is just crap. I hate you too. <laughs> it's even worse than uh. Who's the other guy that I hate? <laughs> Sounds uh, like you Bruce hate, Springsteen. You hate, oh, I can't even stand worse. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. He screams everything he uh, sings. It, like with his stupid glasses. What singer do you hate the most? Bono. You know who I hate the most? Willie that, Nelson. Wait, is it Bono? Or Willie Bono? Nelson. Oh, Bono. See, I don't even know what I don't even, I don't even care. I hate Willie Nelson. Well, do you really? I can't stand listening to him. He's not great. I don't love him. He sounds like a dying calf when he sings. You know what? We need to do another bracket. <laughs> oh, Jesus. With all our... <laughs> Most hated celebrities. I would like, like to the make the worst celebrities. I would like to make Bono the big dick hero of the week. Okay, how about this? Can he just can he be a close second? How's that? Are you all right with that? I mean, he he thinks he's going to defeat AIDS in Africa. Ah. I want people to know that I'm worth something, that I matter, and you can still be number two. Number two. <laughs> number I can't believe two. You ah. Ah. Nobody calls me that anymore and gets away with it. You Take too. Take it back. Take it back! I take it back. Say I'm not number two. You're not number two. That's right, I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, I can't so, believe you even found that. Oh, of course. I, I didn't did. know that existed. <laughs> I'm glad I never heard that <laughs> until now because I hate him. Oh, I'm sorry, that was great. Go on. He can take a stupid red phone and he can shove it up his. Okay, so it's not Bono. But it's but you have a couple of notable Irish because I, I didn't want him to even be number two, so okay. I had to look up a couple Irishmen. You had to diffuse the big day hero of the week amongst the because his stupid Irishmen. face just popped up every time I like typed in Dude, like Steve famous Irish angry here. I don't think I've ever seen you get oh, this. Angry. God, All right, so I hate no, him. no more Bono. All right, cranberries. <gasps> I love yeah that little leprechaun woman with amazing voice. Oh, there it is. Oh, Dolores O'Riordan. She was the lead singer of the Cranberries. Yeah, rest in peace, Cranberries. Committed suicide. Lady. She committed suicide. Yeah. That, well, here's the thing. Oh, I thought she was uh, like she, a drug overdose. She or died. Cancer or something. She died, know. and they said that oh. it was an intentional fentanyl overdose. Oh, uh, okay. Then they did her autopsy. Okay. Right. Here, note to self. Listen, you, wait. Can you just stop for a second? What? What? No, like the voice. I wanted to hear the voice. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, I'll, I'll play right. it over for you. Yeah, oh, finish telling right. your story. I wanted to hear that part. Yeah. I'll play for it again because okay. I like finish that. finish your story though. Um, the autopsy results showed that she, it was a drowning from acute alcohol intoxication. There was no note and all medication levels in her body were therapeutic. So they found out that they ruled it as not suspicious. Did she get, oh, so she didn't get Epstein. No. There she is. Oh, listen to that. It's an angel. She, she actually, I like the cranberries. Steve's getting into it. Yeah. I thought shit. I, I like the cranberries. It's just amazing, and that uh, the, her song "Zombie," yeah, literally like top three of my favorite songs yep. of all time. Zombie, it's uh, just amazing. Linger, there's uh, just so many good stuff. 
And she was like, you know, 50 pounds soaking wet. And she was 41 years old, I think, when she died. Yeah. Wow. But I guess they came to find out. And they never really publicized the fact that they found that it really? wasn't. Really? She was 41? 41, I think. Yeah. So it was a while ago then. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I don't know when she was born, but she could have been 41 three years ago. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she could have had 41 last I don't know. week. Her music will live on forever. Yes, it and will. And we appreciate it. Thank you, Cranberry Woman. Rest in peace, Dolores. Yep. Dolores Cranberry. <laughs> Dolores Cranberry. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Dolores Cranberry. <laughs> All right, next up. <laughs> Patty O'Brien. Oh, my God. He. From Austin Powers. Austin Powers. He's the henchman that would uh, kill his victims and leave a little lucky charms. Remember that too. Yeah, he's like they're always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> after me, Lucky. Charms. Like I think he was getting, uh, he was getting choked out by Austin Powers on the toilet. He's like, "Who do you work for?" <laughs> I work for number two. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that too. Yeah, and that's when he, uh, the first time you meet him, I think, in Austin Powers is when uh, Doctor Evil introduces him, right, to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Or was he there beforehand? Yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> which, which was he was like I remember in Gold Member when uh, uh, Doctor Evil introduces everybody. Like this is number two. This is Frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, and yeah. he introduces him. He's like, hmm, he's looking. at him like he's yeah. all freaked out. Like he's tweaking or everything. Yeah, he's playing with his uh, Lucky Charms. Oh, where, where I, yeah, where I, I gotta hear somewhere. I gotta yeah. find. Oh, yeah, there you go. Patty O'Brien, ex-Irish assassin. His trademark, a superstitious man. He leaves a tiny keepsake from his good luck bracelet on it. every victim he kills. Scotland Yard would love to get their hands on that piece of evidence. <laughs> yeah, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. That's <laughs> oh, <it's> so great. <laughs> they're laughing. What? <laughs> Why's everyone always laugh when I say that? <laughs> they are after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, Faja, Dr. Evil. Yes, Faja. Yes, Faja. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> next on the list is Liam Neeson. Yes. So he was in Gangs of New York as oh. Priest Valen. I accept the challenge of the so-called oh. natives. You plague our people at every turn. That was a great From movie. From this day out, you shall plague us no more. But let it be known Ooh. that the hand that tries to strike us Ooh. from this land shall be swiftly cut down. Yeah. And they all got meat cleavers. Yes. And hatchets. Inside my hand. Against your Roman popery, prepare to receive the true Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was a priest. He was a priest, leading like this army of thugs and killing everyone he yeah, saw. Says, "Prepare to receive the true Lord." It's as in- he runs at him with a cleaver. <laughs> so awesome. So he dies. Yeah, he does. But yeah. the movie was awesome. But the movie is basically about Leonardo DiCaprio as his son. Who ultimately avenges the guy that killed him the yeah. with the cool mustache. And then he uh uh ends up in like does he become rich yeah. or something? Yeah. He does? Yeah. Right. Then he ends up buying a ticket to the Titanic. No, he stows away in the Titanic. No, because he's yeah, and so he's he, Irish. So he changes his name to Jack Dawson. Ah and then he hears about the oh the Titanic because he's you know like on vacation or something. After he slaughtered all the Yeah. Yep. Right. So he had money to like I think it was in England and they Going on the Titanic. Met a good-looking rich girl. Yep. Red, red-headed. Oh, yeah. Who was going to jump off the edge of the boat. Yeah, and he painted her naked. Yeah. yeah. Did he paint her while she was naked? Like, did he paint on her, or did he paint a I'm picture sure he of her painted naked? her at some he point. He painted her with something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure at some point there was, there was some painting. At some point he was right. painting. 
I believe he drew a picture of her naked body onto a piece of paper. Was it while she was hanging from the rail in the front of the ship <laughs> trying to kill herself or what? I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go, Jack. <gasps> I love you, Jack. I'm king of the world. Oh. I'm Jack Dawson. I'm Rose Dory Dickhead. What'd she say? <laughs> I didn't hear what she do you, said. Do you have the clip with her uh, dancing the Irish jig? I do not. Oh, okay. That was a good one. Why was her like, were Irish boobies? Well, they were so. all uh, below deck or whatever, partying with the staff, and he joined in because he was Irish, and he did his little, like, <clears throat> Irish while, jig. While Gaelic Storm played. Yep. yep. Background. They're such a great band. They really are. I love Gaelic Storm. I really Storm. enjoy them. Yeah. We wow. went to a local Irish fest, and Gaelic Storm was there, and our daughter, I think, was probably eight, seven. Okay. Actually, no, she was younger. She was probably six, six or seven, and we let her stay up late to see Gaelic Storm. She sat on my shoulders. Oh, that's awesome. And they were singing, and she was all excited, and we got done, and the band, you know, went. The uh, band played on. They got uh, Bangers and Mash, and he had a big glass of Jameson, and my daughter, you know, my mom, dad, let me stay up late so I could see you. And he's like, oh, well, thanks for watching us. And she ran over to hug him and knocked his Jameson over and spilled oh. it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh, that's all right. I got more. <laughs> he's like, she's a sweetheart. I can't be mad at her. And that's so he's awesome. He's like, come here. Can I take a, a picture? picture? Yeah. yeah. So the whole group took a picture with her. And so he's like, thanks for, he goes, thanks, mom and dad, for letting her come see us. And it, it, they I'm going to have awesome. to see that. That's awesome. They were so cool. And, uh, and it's funny. Why is that, that on the fridge? Uh, we have it. I think I have it on the computer. Okay. And it was awesome. She's just little shit, you know, and, and they were just, they're, it was cool to see I would them like on to. Tight, I would like to dance. see them play at some point. Oh, they're fantastic. I love listening to them. Love listening to them. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, well, that was fun. Yeah, I think that was, uh, was enough Irish. You think so? Enough Irish. You can only have so much Irish and yeah, no Yeah, I more. mean, I'm about ready to embrace my other parts, like German and Russian and such. Such? Enough Irish. Okay. After that, this disgusting display of food. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. That's sorry. Uh, the whiskey was really good. The whiskey was good, good. episode. They've got great history, great heritage. It's just a fun story. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Drink and be merry. I think we should find our way out, don't yeah. you? Kiss yeah. me because I'm Irish. Kiss me. Kiss me because I'm Irish. Kiss Steve. me because I'm Irish. That's what the pin says. Yes. No. You don't what think is so? This? Is this Gaelic Storm? No, it's not. Who is this? This is the ending of our podcast, Steve. Oh. Are yeah. we supposed to say something? No. Okay. Come find us on the face page. TikToks. Uh, the interwebs. Instagrams. Uh, that's it. Peace, love, and anal grace. Love you, mean it, bye. <laughs>